Welcome to The Nix, where we talk about pop culture until we can't stand it anymore, and we nix it. I'm Justin Hartung. And I'm Fanny Darling. As always, a quick warning, there might be spoilers for anything we talk about on this podcast. This is our year-end wrap, so there probably will be some. So if you're averse to spoilers, probably best to just have your pause finger button ready on this episode. (laughs) Um, We'll do our best to let you know they're coming, but... Again, your end wrap. Uh, we are counting down our favorite movies, TV, books, and music of 2022, the year we made it through again. Um, I feel like uh, maybe the good news is there's a little less, um, you know, like, ah, oh, we made it, and more like, ah, oh, we made it. Yeah. Is that a good thing? I don't know. Uh, Who knows? Here we are, 2022. Let's go! Uh, a plea to rate and review us. Do us a year-end favor. You know, you didn't have to buy us gifts. Uh, you, I mean, you can buy us gifts. You can gifts. buy us gifts. But the best gift would be to rate and review us wherever you're able to. Probably Apple Podcasts, but uh, there are apparently other places. Figure it out. You're smart people. Yay! Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Justin's punchy, y'all. <laughs> Feel a little punchy. Uh, we are going to begin our countdown. What, the way this is going to work is we're just going to go back and forth and basically uh, talk about our list. And uh, if there are things we think that the other person might have on their list, we'll probably and then feel passionate about, we'll probably like seed the floor to them, as they like to say. I don't know who that is, but somebody they. is. They. All right, Fanny, you go first. Okay. I'm going to start at the bottom because that's a very good place to start. Anybody who starts their lists at the top are doing it wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm kind of going to push movies and shows together even though I had them separated. So I have to kind of decide which one of these I'm going to start with. I'm going to start with a show. This is this is one I'm, I'm not going to be over um, this for a while. This is as we see it. What number are we at here? I mean <laughs> – it, it, I don't know because you made me change my two lists. We may so be at 17, number I guess. 17, sort of. Um, it was As We See It, which is the Amazon show, the Jason Kettams, uh about the woman living with three adults on Spectrum. And they canceled it and they didn't promote it and it was fucking great and I'm not over it. And this goes in the club with Terriers for shows that I will be mad for the next 176 years that I only got one season of. Seek it out. It's really good. Very touching. As we see it on Amazon Prime. I'm going to start with a cheat. Yay, because what better way to start a countdown? Um, this is a book that actually came out last year, uh, but I read it this year, and, you know, whatever books. Uh, it's The Darkness Outside Us, Elliot Schaefer. Uh, this is a great sci-fi novel about two people sort of solving a mystery in a spaceship, and it involves... Um, lots of just kind of figuring out what's happening on the ship. It is also a queer love story. I freaking love this book. If anybody is a sci-fi fan that is, you know, not crazy hard sci-fi, it is a love story, but it's not sappy at all. I love this book. It's fantastic. Go read it. Nice. Um, I will do a book. <laughs> so, uh, Paul Bearer's Club, I know I talked about it at the time. It's the only book that came close to going on to my favorite list. So, Paul Tremblay, also, you are a hell of a nice guy. So, this great book uh, about 
it's really hard for me to describe it much without giving too much away. It is a possible unreliable narrator story about a guy who may or may not be best friends with a vampire, possibly. Who knows? Shrug. Anyway, it's really good. <laughs> Check I'm it out. super excited to read that. Uh, that's definitely at some point. Do you th- I can't remember. Is it good, good on Kindle or do you think I really need the No, copy? it's good on Kindle. As okay. long, once the form, now that the formatting's fixed, okay. it's fine. Cool. Um, I have a documentary that I just watched last night, so this could be a little recency bias. Uh, this is on Netflix. It's called Descendant. Um, I had started it before and struggled with it a little bit because it's really slow and sort of unshaped in a way. But if you stick with this movie, it is about the uh, discovery a few years ago of the last um, known slave ship that carried mm-hmm. slaves to the U.S. in 1865 five or somewhere near there um in uh basically mobile alabama it is about the people that live in this community who uh are obviously just surrounded by factories that these landowners that were these slave owners basically built all around this like community it is heartbreaking it is incredible to see these people basically have hope about sort of some kind of recognition of like where their community is from and what it means but also fear and anxiety about who owns this story, uh, who's going to profit from this story. Uh, it's, I think you would love it, Fanny. It's like, it's slow, it's unresolved, but it's fucking incredible. Nice. Um, yeah, what do you got? Uh, movie. Emily the Criminal. This is Aubrey Plaza and Theo Rossi with his uh, dubious accent work. Uh, just a really tight, good little thriller with, a, with an interesting premise and fabulous performances emily uh emily the criminal uh it's it's a video on demand i believe um because i bought it from amazon uh aubrey plaza just continues to be one of like if i had to pick careers i would i would i would take hers i like it i think She's it's on one of the plot it's like hulu it's or sh- it's on showtime know, it's something i had right to now. buy it yeah so. Um, but yeah. I bought it a couple, like a few weeks back, so it may be somewhere else now. High on my list. I definitely want to see that, um, of things to see. Um, by the way, I, I gave a little spiel that I was, I wrote down that I forgot to say stuff that I haven't seen. Um, just so I don't, it's not like I'm like, Oh, this is not on my list. This is stuff I haven't seen that I still want to see tar after sun women talking. She said decision to leave. There's probably a lot. I mean, no, there's a lot more. Um, but those are some from the top of kind of my mind of things that have been on a lot of people's lists that I haven't seen. What I did see was the women, Woman King uh, with Viola Davis. I loved this movie. It is pure sort of just action. Um, you know, and there are a lot of people that had valid complaints about it basically not being historic, historically accurate and sort of denying uh, the main kind of characters, uh, tribes sort of role in the slave trade. I get that. It's all fair. This movie just actually just totally worked for me. It's just like a pure action blockbuster, a fantasy, like a comic book about uh, what actually did happen with these women warriors. Um, those people were real, whatever right. their cause was. And sort of their role in sort of African history is fascinating. Would a real documentary alongside this be great? Yes. yes. But this totally also just worked as like... A pure action spectacle. I love it. Go see it instead of Top Gun Maverick, which sucks. Which <laughs> people have also said like nice action movie th- movie things about. I much preferred uh, this rather than the ten minutes of Top Gun Maverick. I made it through. What's next on your list? <laughs> um, Glass Onion. Uh, smart people making smart, funny films together. Just fully enjoyable. We'll watch it many, many times. We'll make many, many people watch it. Glass Onion on Netflix as of yesterday. We I loved it. 
really here for it. Uh, it was such. It was so fun, and I can't wait to watch it again to catch more <laughs> oh, yeah, stuff. You can yeah. get all the lines you missed. Totally. <laughs> um, next, I have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Uh, Pinocchio, I don't know what they call it. It's on Netflix. It is fantastic. It is everything you want from del Toro. I, I guess everything you want from Pinocchio. I didn't know I wanted it from <laughs> Pinocchio. It's, uh, it's the story, but it's not... Definitely not the Disney one. It is not the original kind of version, but it is dark like the original version. It nice. brings in, uh, you know, it's set in Italy during Mussolini's kind of, uh, nice. you know, stuff. And it's all about fascism, uh, which he engages with always, which I, yes, I love and appreciate about him because he, Absolutely. He, he knew it never went away uh, for a long time. And it is also yep. just a really sad story about kind of grieving and death. And it's fantastic. I love it. Go see it. It's on my list to see. Yeah. <laughs> Not on my list of things that I haven't seen, but are great. Okay, anyway, the menu for me. Beautifully shot, just... Uh, I don't think you can... You can, it may still be in the theaters, but I think it's coming to streaming shortly. Uh, but just great frigging cast, sharp movie, eat the rich type of thing, but on the nose, black satire. Really loved it. Really right up my alley. It's a fanny movie, but... I can't so wait to good. watch it. Yeah. I think it might be a me movie. I just yeah. don't know yet. We'll uh, see. Yeah, I'll be very interested to see what you think. I have, this is my silly, just again, we're in the zone of things that just made me happy, just in a very pure pleasure way, not really meaning anything. Rings of Power. Um, I really liked the hell out of the show, especially the first two episodes, um, directed by, I'm forgetting his name right now, but he is a fantastic Spanish director who really like nailed those first two episodes. The show is like, it has all the problems of all these shows. It's big, it's bloated, it's silly, but also it's a giant fuck you to like racist, sexist, dumb nerds. And I appreciate <laughs> that. It's like, yes, like fantasy can be for everybody. And I will forever appreciate, especially with like Tolkien, right. like saying like, no, this is, we're redoing this. There's a reason to redo this. Right. Like, Absolutely. Um, it's so much fun and it's beautiful. And the performances are great. I'm super excited about season two. Aww. So Yeah. What do you got next? Uh, next, I have TV, and this is going on the clubs, with, uh, glowing in the club with Terriers, Glow, Lovecraft Country, and as we see it, of things that I'm going to be mad about for years, Minx. Uh, if I don't get to see the second season that they have already renewed, taken away from me, and shot, I'm going to be very angry. Was Minx this year? Yes. I just totally yes. missed it. Minx I think Minx would have been right on the edge this of my was, list, so. I fucking loved this show. It was brilliant. It was amazing. It was so funny. The cast was great. And to be able to sit back and know that a next season was coming, David Zasloff, I really hate you a lot. Yeah. I would tell you where you could go see this, but you can't even go see it because he pulled it off HBO Max. So there's no place to watch this show right now. I Stay tuned. certainly nix all of the HBO Max yanking because it was not, mm. not not a good thing. Like, you can't even, like, I, can, I would go buy a DVD of it. Yeah. I can't even do that. It's I'm, so upsetting. Ugh. Um, I, my next one is a album. It is a band that I talked about on an earlier show. It is a Bibio sound machine. The album is electricity. I know everybody loved Beyonce's Renaissance. It's a great album. I get the moment, but this is the one that for me, if I was out on the dance floor, I'd want to hear, um, and has a lot of the same kind of just like queer bridge building, fabulous energy. Uh, I want to take a, well, actually, no, we'll move on because I have a, another song later and it's not fair to just play songs because I can on this. Um, but A Bibio Sound Machine, Electricity, if you want a good dance floor album and just want to feel good, 
go check it out. What yes. do you got next? Okay. Um, this Okay. I'm going to go with another show. This is on FX or Hulu. Uh, I think it might be FXX. This is Little Demon, also Aubrey Plaza, populating my list all over the place. Well, um, this, this what? Did good year for her. Yeah. And this, this is an animated show about if a human and Satan had a daughter and what would happen when that daughter came into her powers. It's violent. It's icky. It's weird. It makes me cry. I love this show. Renew it already, Hulu FXX. I do not uh, do not yet have a renewal for that. I'm getting a little little antsy. I'm gonna work on my nerves and check that one out <laughs> all the way through at some point. Um, next on my list, a little lower than probably you might have expected. I'm guessing. Well, should I just save just it? Say I think it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it because that's gonna be on your list, and I'll tell you when it's up. So you go next. What? But then yeah. we're out of order. Pick something. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to just say it then. I'm going to say it, and then you're going to talk about it more. That's fine. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Mine's coming up shortly. Yes. So, yeah, that's cool. fine. We can, we'll talk about it in a couple. Okay. So then my next uh, television show might be on yours. I'm not sure. Dead to Me on Netflix, the third season. The, the story of female friendship just... I bawled. I'm so glad they stopped when they did. I thought the cast was great. Really loved this. Just so much fun to watch. No, I will rewatch it. Probably my two favorite performances in yeah. a weird way of the year, but just didn't so good. make my list. Yes, yeah. that's fine. Story wise, uh, yeah. I also loved it. Yeah. So, like I would highly recommend it. Exactly. <laughs> like, it exactly. Hovering right there in the uh, the fringes of this. Yep. Um, next for me is a weird one that I. I wanted to talk briefly about like seeing movies this year, like seeing them in the theaters uh, was so wonderful. Like being able to go back and really like, there's so many movies like after Yang is one that I probably like would have enjoyed much more in the theaters, but I just sort of like, you know, watched it at home. It's not the same experience and rediscovering movies that people really like love to like make for theaters (laughs) was a nice thing this year. Um, Inu O was a, it's a Masaki, I don't know how to say it, uh, Yuasa, sorry, I'm butchering names here. This is an animated movie that I saw uh, when I was in New York on my trip. Okay. It is a glam rock musical feudal Japan plus Freddie Mercury, like crazy power of like art and music and rebellion. Uh, this movie is wild. It is beautiful. Images from it are just like seared into my brain. It's about feeling beautiful even when you feel ugly on the kind of inside and outside. I love this movie so much. I want to watch it again. Uh, Inuo. It's I-N-U-O-H. It's amazing. Nice. nice. Number six, pure hedonistic vampire blood guts. Just a romping good time. Beautifully shot. Looks expensive on AMC+. Plus. This is Interview with a Vampire. Um, I I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved how, you know, the, how fabulously queer it is i'm so excited for the rest of the amc just Anne rice uniform uh universe bring on the mayfair wishes on oh, january they 3rd they're doing they bought oh, cool. 18 of her books they're wow. doing a whole friggin universe and i am here for it and they are here for it nice. they get what's good about it but they're also elevating enough that you you oh there's just trust me it's great it's nice. probably there's probably stuff in it that's not for Justin. Yeah. There's a lot of blood. We'll talk about the witches. There's not as much blood, I think, in the witches. Cool. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Just so much fun. Awesome. And it was having so much fun. 
I am at number nine, so I hope our numbers aren't screwed I think up. That's right. When Women Were Dragons, uh, Kelly Barnhill's book. Uh, this book is fantastic. I really think it's a classic. Like, I think people are going to be reading this book for a long time. Uh, I've talked about it before. It is a feminist sort of parable about uh, some women, not all women, becoming dragons just spontaneously uh, and what that would mean for the people that do it and embrace it. What would it mean for the people that didn't? Um, it's all about choices of many kinds for women. It is also just a, like a great just fantasy of like right. what the hell is happening next year. I love this book. It's great. I feel like it's one of the few books in a long time that I would reread. Nice. Which is high fucking praise. Yeah, I'm it not is. not a rereader. No. All right. What do you okay. got next? This is where my everything everywhere nice. all at once comes. Okay. <laughs> I just thought the movie was fun. It was inventive. It had a nice premise it and an everything bagel i just it's it's available to rent it's out in the world seek it out uh i'm so thrilled for um michelle yao and i can't remember the girl who plays the daughter's She's name so good and uh ki huey huey did i mess up his last name i am so thrilled that he gets to come back like this and you know those of us that goonies and temple of doom are so happy to have him back and being so celebrated it's a great movie so much fun super unvain performance from jamie lee curtis just rewards rewatching. Really a lot of fun. I think it's one that I... So I added on my list down at whatever, 11. And it's one that I, at the time, felt found a little overwhelming. And a right. little like, I got it. like, But also like it went a little too kooky pants for me. <laughs> um, but I feel like I want to rewatch it. It seems like a movie that I might change my tune on a little bit. Right. If I kind of watch it again. Um, I think I might like it more. I don't know. We'll see. But... Um, yeah, I, I think it's incredible. I think it's the way it mixes genres. I think it is so good in the same way that Inuo is about sort of like, uh, yeah, making you cry, making you wince, like making you do all that at once. Right. I mean, everything, everywhere, all, all at once. once. It just, it does it. So that's yep. a great movie. All right. Uh, next on my list is at eight is Moon Age Daydream, Brett Morgan's uh, Bowie documentary. This was one of the movies that I saw in a theater this year that I think had to have been seen in a theater for full impact. It is so, I think I talked about it on the podcast, it is very much, um, you know, Bowie is not always like, I admire him than I more than I actually really respond to him. This movie right. like made me feel Bowie in a way that right. I never have in my life. Um, it's also just like a great, I love it when somebody tells you a story of why they love something so much and it's just like, you know, you can get into it, but you also just really vibe on them talking about right. how much they love a thing. Absolutely, um, It sent me down a music rabbit hole, which, I, you know, with Bowie, I was sort of like, I've heard all the Bowie I care about. Nope. There's nope. A, so much more. <laughs> um, I really love this movie. I don't know why it's not on more top ten lists, frankly. I'm a little shocked that people, especially like music folks, are like, yeah. And I'm like, you, yeah, you're just, people are just like jaded. <laughs> Bring us all into the fold. Bring us into the tribe. And this movie did that. What do you got next? Uh, TV show on Apple TV Plus, uh, Severance. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Just really good, speculative, smart, good to look at, fabulous performances, specifically um, the Tutoro walk-in performances are just so special. Uh, Same with Patricia Arquette and even Adam Scott. There's some character actors that came that are coming up. I'm excited for next season. They've got a hell of a cast coming, including Merritt Weaver. Put it in my eyeballs. I love it. It's smart. 
Uh, spoiler: I will have more to say about Severance. Um, <laughs> really, it's that high for you. I'm really, uh, I'm surprised. Next is Planes, uh, the band. Back to a music recommendation. Uh, I walked with you a ways. This is that's the name of the album. I walked with you a ways. It is a collaboration between Katie Crutchfield, who is uh, performs under the name Waxahachie. There's drink bad band name for Fanny, no, no although kidding. that's a real place, I guess. Whatever. Uh, still strange name for a white girl from wherever. Uh, Jess Williamson is another singer songwriter. The two of them teamed up for a sort of folky alt country kind of super group. Uh, this is just made for Justin, just Laurel Canyon kind of country rock yeah. feminist. Uh, you know, Claudia, your perk ears up, yeah. Claudia. I am going to play briefly because I want people to hear this uh, a song called Problem With It, um, as in, I got a problem with it. Uh, let's take a listen to 30 seconds. This is just the songwriting is so sharp. Um, it's like some, there's nothing new that they're doing. And this is a year that a lot of like Neil Young, like Willie Nelson, they all made great albums, but they just didn't grab me in the same way. This songwriting is just, oh, just gets you <laughs> right, right there. Uh, let's take a listen. Okay, that was Planes with Problem With It from the album I Walked With You Always, my number seven pick of the year. Nice. What do you got next? Bad Sisters. Nice. Also Apple TV Plus, Sharon Horgan, You Can Do No Wrong. My top here was like I could have pulled any of my last five or six things out and just been like, here you go. Bad Sisters, great. Let's kill the prick. I, I'm afraid about season two, but I will go with them anywhere. I loved this show, Dark Comedy is that's kind of the theme if you look at my you know made me happy and dark comedy are the themes here um just and beautiful to look at and travel porn and the the sister relationship i just loved it i thought they nailed the ending i really thought it was great my i yeah spoiler also on my list coming up um (laughs) uh, my next one also probably on your list uh but i will talk about it just to keep this moving yep marcel the shoes uh the shell with shoes on um I love this show, this show, this movie so much. It was the biggest surprise of the year yeah. for me. And also a, another example of something seeing in the theater was so weirdly powerful. Yep. Um, and I've heard somebody recently talking about it sort of in the context of COVID and kind of what we went through mm-hmm. and it like listening to these people talk about it. And I forget what it was. It was like on, I think film, maybe film spotting podcast. I'm sorry. I'm forgetting who was talking about it exactly, but it, 
really like made me cry thinking about it again. Um, and I Parker can't cries s- every time we talk about this movie. See it again. I will. We will yeah. get to it, and I will say my piece nice. because it it, it owns a, a place. Cool. <laughs> what do you got next? Um, next, let's go with Barry on HBO. Nice. Still love Barry. This season went real dark. I. It's funny the show has gone from kind of broad comedy, ha ha, wouldn't it be silly if a, a you know a hitman wanted to be an actor to really interesting things to say about loss and forgiveness and depression and God, I love this show. There's one season left. It's they've already shot it. I'm gonna miss the show when it's gone. Really, really, really like it. Bill Hader deserves all the accolades in the world for what he has done here. So good. Henry Winkler, also great. Such a great show. Nice. Just love it. Uh, my number five, we're getting down to the bottom here, is Bad Sisters. Uh, I nice. don't have much to add to what Fanny said, except that um, it did send me on my full Sharon Horgan like journey of obsession. Who knows? Game Night is probably next. Um, it is. Uh, it sent me down the rabbit hole of Catastrophe. She's just... I feel like kind of our most compelling. She's amazing. She's just so funny and so interesting. And those characters are really different, even though she's working a lane. Like, but I'm also like, you work that lane better than anybody. So, um, also for introducing me to Bono's daughter, whose name I'm forgetting right now. Eve Houston. Eve Houston. 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 Yes. H e w s o n. So incredible. Much like Like, Liv Houston, who um, we'll talk about in a minute. Her character. Really stuck with me. It's yeah, like two, no, Becca's great. Yeah, these this youngest sister and this her lead kind of sister. I don't know if she's the oldest. I don't think she is. But Ava, she's, she is. Uh, Sharon Organ's character. Yeah, she are, remember because she's the the mom. She was poles, yeah. and it yep. just um, really the show gets its sibling dynamics in a yep. way that I just find fascinating, and the kind of. Yeah, the very title of Bad Scissors, like, what are they bad about? Like, are they bad at murdering people? Are they bad because they want to murder people? Are they bad sisters to each other? Right. Are they like, I just find this show, are they not bad scissors at all? Are they right. just people? Just, I think they're just bad at murder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a really fucking wonderful show. I quibbled about the end of it uh, on this podcast, but I, it's so, I only quibble about show's endings because I really fucking love right. the rest of it. <laughs> Um, it's so much fun. He's setting up that argument for himself yeah. because we're coming yeah, up we're on coming the one. Up. Yeah, <laughs> that's why Next. I'm surprised. <laughs> Next for me is Yellow Jackets, also coming back season two for March March 23rd. So excited! Also Shadow and Bone coming back March 18th. So nice. I had to get that out there. Um, Yellow Jackets just should be just kind of this silly, weird, wacky, like kind of plain. You know, did they eat each other type of survivalist, you know, Showtime schlock. It is not. It is so good. The performances are great. It has other things to say. Yellow Jackets, really, really, really fun. Acting is so top drawer. I, and, and they're about to have Lauren Ambrose in the second season playing an older Liv Hewson. <laughs> Liv and Eve Hewson's going to drive me completely insane. Liv <laughs> Hewson was also in Santa Clarita Diet, and they are awesome. And in this, they are so good. And like, I think people aren't really noticing how great Liv uh, Hewson is at playing Van. And so then to have Lauren Ambrose play the older one, I'm hoping that means they both get better things, more to do. So good. Queer stories everywhere. Fucking great show. Watch it. 
rewatchable, so good. I didn't realize that was this year. It feels so long ago that yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, it, it ended. You know, it was it was the end of twenty twenty one and then into twenty twenty two. But it hadn't finished. It almost right, right. made my list, but it hadn't finished. Yeah. So fair enough. But man, time is so strange right now that yep. I'm like, what was when? I don't know. Yep. Um, number four for me is Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Uh, I I left it off my list because I knew you would put oh, it on. You didn't put it on there at all. <laughs> nope. Wow, this movie. I knew. Well, I had to break it down here and yeah. so i knew you would put it on <laughs> this movie really deeply surprised me in a way that i again just didn't think i was gonna be like capable of being surprised by a marvel thing um i also did like both of the silly one-off specials uh that marvel did i apparently either want my marvel like really silly and disposable or actually fucking meaningful right like this one um this movie, yeah. I think uh, Wesley Morris, the New York Times critic, called it like a radical act of like critique against max mass capitalism. Like this, wow, that's um, this movie is about grief. It is about colonialism in a way that doubles down on what the first movie did, but actually complicates it. Um, it does the best it can without having its like superpowered sort of superhero at the center. Um, it tells a like a story about women in a way that was just like we've never seen in marvel and then it just like poured in like yep. a fucking wave crashing through a you know a wall and flooding us it made me cry it has the best last scene of mm. kind of any action movie i've seen or maybe any movie this year um it really floored me. I can't wait to see it again. This is a movie that I'm happy I saw in the theaters, but I'm also very curious to watch again. Spend some time with and it. see yeah. if it has the same impact. But I was truly surprised how much I love this movie, top to bottom. I just thought it was fantastic. Um, when I was allowed 10 movies and 10 shows, it was on my list. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but I also knew that you would die. So yeah. I made space for something else, for Emily yeah. the Criminal because I knew you would talk about it. I, I agree with you. I just think I thought it was astounding. I yeah. loved it. It was great. So good. What do you got next? So that's me. Okay, a show. FX on Hulu. This is The Bear. Same. We're, we're our one overlap at the same ranking. Yes. <laughs> just stunning. So good. Perfect. Can't wait for it to come back. Funny. Smart. You feel like you're in there with them. Really lived in server food world just great performances stunning across the board there isn't a standout they are all amazing all of them so because once you say okay well sydney was great yeah 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 but also you know uh richie and you know if you can't make a cousin richie joke now what are you gonna do i mean just oh my god great great show loved it so much another show my I top show of the year <laughs> absolutely watch uh again which again like i don't do so it's it just it's so good. It's so addictive. Yep. I, you know, I we all know that I'm deeply in love with him as a the actor and a uh, face and a body, but um, mostly the nose. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> he is also so fucking good, and everybody in this show is so good. Yeah. And um, yeah, it feels very like it's a little one of those shows at the end of the year. You're like. Oh yeah, I'm embarrassed. Maybe I'm basic, but like the fucking bear. No, it was like, fucking great. No, so I think good. it had more. Thi- I think it was deeper than. than yeah, that. I do think it had a lot to, to say. Yeah, it was great. I, I loved it. Again, I don't totally know that I need a second season, but I think they could do this one really well. Yeah. So, oh no, no, I think yeah. they'll be fine. It would be yeah. fine if it ended. If it was a limited series, it would be yeah. great. But I think they're smart enough that they 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 have a 
I think they've got a road. I think they're so bad with actors, but I also like both the woman who plays the younger chef that he sort of mentors. Sydney, yeah. yeah, Sydney, and also the the one that calls cousin. him Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's the, great. Yeah, um, it's so all the performances are fantastic. This is just like an actor showcase, just a yep. director showcase, and it's you know it's a director showcase that gets a little like kind of show-offy in a way of like oh chicago sweaty kitchen i think that's why people sort of resisted it a little bit because it does feel a little like you know like the dad rock of shows about like but you know what when that shit works and it's real like no it, it really works yep so all right what do you have next because we both that have was hair. me no oh, oh so now it. we're back to yeah. me okay uh banshee banshees of inner same <laughs> figured <laughs> It's funny that we have two and three is the same. That's really yeah. Um, the Bear was my top show. Banshees of Inisherin is my second movie, probably tied with my first movie. Yeah. Just so beautiful, powerful, saying a lot about depression and uh, ending of friendships in a way that we don't get to see a lot. Very beautiful movie. Fer- uh, Farrell and Carrie Condon and uh, Gleason are all so wonderful. Uh, Ke- Keegan, too. Just really great film. So I will say that I would have had this as number one. I rewatched it with Dave, um, who liked it a lot um, and had the same reaction I did where he was like, you were right, it gets under your skin. And yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. yep. And I think that's why I really loved it more than any McDonough I've seen before was like it really stuck with me in a way. Um, I I think I said on the podcast when we talked about it, I just really appreciate a show or show, a movie about a piece of art about men sort of sitting with their feelings and mm-hmm. not getting what they want and having yep. to kind of like sit with that. <laughs> How do they deal with it? Weird random acts of violence? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I will say watching it a second time, it's interesting seeing the sort of fable parts of it, like the dark fable parts of it, which are very clear. When you're watching it, you're sort of like, I don't know where this is going. And then when you know where it's going, right. you watch it again. They're there. And I do sort of, my one tiniest little complaint is that when it shifts into his, you know, sorry, spoilers, like his bloody hands or whatever, mm-hmm. that it had almost leaned, like tonally shifted a little bit. It stays at one level the whole time. It's like the most minor complaint, but it was sort of like worked on me better in a movie seeing it for the first time. And the second time I was sort of like, oh, like that bothered me in the first viewing, but all of this is only because I cared so much about right. the movie. Like, it's like... Almost a perfect movie, so of course I'm focusing. This is what I said earlier about mm-hmm. things that like I care about and get whiny about or because I love them. <laughs> All right, what do you got next? Uh, it's my top one because we went back yep. and forth, so it's Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Nice. This was, uh, I think, actually an incredibly important movie on many different levels. Uh, not just – it was just such a – beautiful family story community story even the vernacular of community was chosen with a purpose uh this is an utterly kind film about grief and about community and about you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take that's not that's a quote i didn't make that up (laughs) was his name whale jet ski could that be his name this is just a sweet kind keep going movie in and i just i can make myself cry just thinking about it i've i watch parts of it i i yeah marcel the shell with shoes on seek it out it's so beautiful and i really um 
I, I like showing it to people. Like, I'm kind of hoping yeah. that, I don't know if, like, tomorrow we're going to have friends over, and I don't know if they've right. seen it. Um, and I'm like, that would be such a fun movie to show them. Because yeah. it's just, it's so unexpected. Yeah. Like, you're just going to think you know what you're getting into when you see yeah. the preview, and you don't really know that much about it. But it's so much more than that. It's yeah. great. Um, my number one is... I, I am gobsmacked I, by this, but bring it on! <laughs> Severance. Uh, I, if people... You know, it's funny. It's like things I... You know, I ranted about the ending, and I was so fucking annoyed by it. And I still am annoyed by it, because, because I love it. I felt like it would have been more complete if it had sort of wrapped up a little bit. But wrapped when people are just like, for the ones uh-huh. what's the thing that resonated most with you this year? And then you sort of, at the end of the year, you sort of sit and think. People are like, what should I watch, or whatever. It's Severance. It's just like, it's yep. the most original idea I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's so brilliant. I've never seen this story told. It is funny. It is beautiful. It yep. is perfectly acted. It has a queer romance that I'm like more excited about than any other queer romance I yep. saw this year. Um, it there's definitely room to keep playing. I wish it maybe hadn't dangled that so like it was just kind of like fuck you. This is the, how, how much more I got. I'm not badass. Um, TV is seasons are about. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just this show is burned into my brain. I like. I'm thrilled that it's that high for you because I certainly something that I kind of went in being like, is that Succession? That's something else for the NASA. I don't know. <laughs> and I loved it so much. And I just, uh, you know, there's a melancholy kind of. I think going back, callback to the beginning of this episode of like, we survived this. We're not like in a place of like everything's great. Everything's still pretty fucking terrible. But like. <laughs> I do feel like my ear, I don't know how you feel, but I'm like, my ear felt a little better. I mean, I lost one of my dearest friends and um, it was hard in so many ways, but I also, I don't know, like the tra- the great transition of things felt sort of powerful and liberating. And I yeah. think Severance gets at when you don't have both those things, right? how damaging that is to you and yep. the full... F- fucking spectrum of life and it's all of its shittiness and all of its small wonderful moments yep i feel like this show really like understands so yeah i'm thrilled that it, that it yeah. i'm glad i'm really glad because yeah. i yeah my 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 top seven or eight could have all been in different places i mean all of this was all. very hard and yeah. changing a last minute yeah. and there was a lot of good stuff also this year i feel like last was- year was very hard for me to make it to 10 this year was yeah. like how do I keep it to 10 or 17? Right. We clearly didn't. <laughs> um, and what order do I possibly put them right. in? So, yep. yeah. All right. Uh, we will be back with uh, more normal stuff. We'll probably do some preview stuff for next yep. year at some point. Um, I have things to say about the James Cameron Blue People movie. I, I do not. Save that for another week. Uh, thank you for listening. We've yep. been so glad to uh, just do this. It's been fun, and we will see you next year. See you next year again. And I am, uh, well, we have a Facebook page at the next. Uh, I'm not on Twitter anymore, but Fanny is. I am at Fanny V. Darling, and the podcast is at the next podcast, and I'm still monitoring that for now. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. <laughs>